0: You're listening to UX Podcast, a monthly podcast from Stockholm, Sweden, with James Waller Lawson and Per Axbohm, moving the conversation beyond UX. Hello, and welcome to part two of um, episode two of the UX Podcast. Offline meets online, and part two is "How can I help you?" Mm. With me, James Waller Lawson, and you, Per Axbohm. So, in part one, we 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 talked about how uh, companies were were poorly executing their, their offline campaigns in order to get people online. Um, as well as being very selfish. A lot the campaigns we're seeing a self-centered, not thinking about the customer and the customer's experience and how mm. how they they well how we can get the brand or the product into their lives and online. Right.
1: And basically so what so how do we get into what the user experience is what the user behaviors are how they feel about us and how do we uh, use that to our advantage to actually create something a digital experience that is actually something that will in the end give us whatever we are hoping uh, more, uh, more buys of our products and services or actually people helping us evaluate our products and services and so on and uh, one basic aspect, of course, of all these that we've seen and the examples we gave in, the, in, the, in part one is that pe- they're not, they don't seem to be testing. They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. clearly
0: not. I mean, just mm-hmm. the, the Swedish radio example, um, it, it did not work. I couldn't scan that code and go to a mobile experience. It just didn't do it. Right. It was untested. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the other aspects we're seeing, that you're just not thinking the whole way through about what, what situations are people going to be in when they come into contact with your your, your campaign, um, the whole page in in DM, mm. they're going to be sat there reading a, um, a a paper newspaper. Exactly. How how is that person going to naturally go mm.
1: from printed mm. paper to your digital? Yeah. They're
0: not so thinking about it. So just
1: putting these types of solutions in front of people mm. would give a lot of, lots of answers and avoid all these problems. I mean, that poster showing that poster outside stadium that I. Uh, that had me check in, uh, in, in in the wrong place would get them to realize that you have to type out the place that you actually have to check into yeah. because that's a big problem. Uh, all these simple simple things that really should be, a, that makes you realize that it's not a hey, nobody with UX experience has been involved, it's usually a design agency or PR agency that, is, that creates these campaigns and they're based on marketing and not on sales. They're best, they're best purely on the, the need to do something
0: um, and the execution is getting is getting messed up at the at the end. Mm. Um, it's a silo working by itself mm. or, or not in, in, in not in enough connection with, with something else mm. um, but even even then there was another example I had it, which I didn't talk about with um, Telia um, here in Stockholm that okay. they've a campaign now for um, building apps right for mobiles um, and there even though they've done a mobile version of it it's, it's there's some aspects of it. Very poorly done. Mm. The URL that you get when you're in your mobile when you actually look at the campaign is is very suspicious. Mm. It's not the, the branding one you'd expect. Nice. Um, so execution is incredibly yeah. important. Well, it's putting you've got to you've got to put yourself in the place of the person and include that in mm. your campaign. But irrespective of how great an idea you've got, how smart a campaign mm. your 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 mm. ad agency is selling you, mm. you, you can't jump over that step. Yeah, and we said the same thing with web. I well, no, And you have to
1: realize that testing uh, does not have to be an extensive uh, thing and not an expensive thing either. It can be something like you and I did in, in, at UXLX and Lisbon. We just went out and tested and we went out for 10 minutes and just talked to people on the street. And these are basically solutions that are directed at people in the street. so let's just go out and ask them for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. We'll give you so many insights. And improving each of these campaigns that, it would, that we wouldn't stand here complaining about them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, not, okay, I've talked a, a
0: fair bit about QR codes in some of the campaign examples, but they're, they're so badly done, a lot of these ones, and yeah. they're so easily fixed. It takes one prototype, one printed, mm. you know, early version of, a, of an ad mm. that you're put on the Metro, mm. that you try and do, you try and scan, you put it out there and, and you know, Sit where you're going to sit and do it. it takes no time at all. Half an hour, mm. and I could have tested it. Gone as many times. and told you, it's not going to work. Exactly. Just retry. Yes. Do something better. Mm. But we, but we also, oh, we, we do need to think about the the year. The first part um, was was the selfish me 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 thing. Now we need to get companies to to be more caring. To think about what their customers
1: want and how they, they they want to interact and mm. help them exactly it's not just about getting a Facebook page and having them like it it's about being an integral part of their lives mm. so and being relevant to what their lives are about so oh, rather the- relevant or giving
0: them mm. putting my economy mm. on there you you need to get some utility back from whatever you give it whatever you, you're buying or giving Whether it's right. or if you're liking a page and you're still consuming mm. it or whatever and, and in return you need to get something exactly. um, so 25,000 people liking a radio station's page um, because you've got a chance to win a barbecue. Hmm. Um, isn't, isn't helping my relationship with the radio station whatsoever?
1: On the other hand, if I really, really like some of the shows on the radio station, having access to talking to people, uh, perhaps on the Facebook Arena, and perhaps on their site, wherever it is, that's what's valuable to me, having access to the people I listen yeah. to every day. Or easily getting able
0: to show, you know, sitting there um, on my way to work, listening hmm. to the radio station, Think this program's excellent. Mm. I want to tell my friends to listen. Mm. Tune in now, or or I know that my friends will like this person they're they're interviewing. Um, Exactly. So I can go straight into Mm. Facebook. I can see that they've Mm. they've actually done status updates about that show, Mm. and I can click share and I can add it to my feed. Mm. And I've I've quickly used that. I've taken Mm. the chance, taken the moment, and run with it. I've gone, for, I've gone somewhere else with it. Which has made me as a user
1: feel better about myself because I've done something for other people. I've shared my stuff. i found something really valuable. I mean, it, it's you just look at when you've made a good deal, you tell people about it. Yeah. When you find something interesting, you tell people about it. If you make it really easy for people to share what they like, they they feel happy about it, and you benefit from it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the, the example there, was, a good example there is restaurants compared to your stadium one. the yeah. on Stadium one, it was a pointless offer that you okay. didn't need the offer to get the offer. Exactly. Whereas if we say example of a restaurant where if you um, if you join the meal, check in somewhere, that you then maybe got a free dessert or something, that you're getting a payback for for from the, the the company or the restaurant knows that you're doing advertising for them, so you then get something in return because it's free advertising. Right. Um, so then I've got an incentive and I, you know, I, I want to do it, I get some clear back from it and it helps everyone because I've then shown off where I am in the lovely restaurant I've, I've said I enjoy the food. People right. like doing this, we do like doing this. So we've, we've made an easy connection from offline to
1: online without pushing it down their throats. Exactly. And you had a good example there as well because I, when I mentioned the Mixed megapole radio station one, you also had an example from BBC, oh, they you, have you about know, the yeah. same number of Facebook fans but they're getting way much more likes and comments on their posts because they have a more engaged community. That's right, more BBC, engaged fans. BBC Six Music mm-hmm. in um, the mm-hmm. UK. And, and they've, they've, not, they've not really driven
0: hard to get uh, just the numbers up. Mm-hmm. They've got people who are listening to the radio station to actually like it. Mm-hmm. So then they find it much easier to create a dialogue mm-hmm. because they're, they're relevant fans.
1: So yeah, more valuable fans. So it's yeah. basically about uh, what I like to say is that you optimize first and then you turn on the taps. I turn on the taps means bring traffic to the site. What you do it in, uh, in these uh, instances, you actually optimize so that you get relevant people to like your Facebook page because the relevant people will bring much more value to your site in the sense that they will be much better ambassadors and much better at actually promoting your content and actually probably buying your stuff in the end as well. Well, it's um, 27.5 degrees in the studio.
0: That is the
1: end of part two. Yeah,
0: I'm feeling a bit high. You're feeling Don't faint <laughs> on me there. And coming from part three, it's us. Mm. Critic. <laughs> You've been listening to part two of this UX Podcast episode with freelance yes. consultants James Fora Lawson <laughs> and ParAxpool. For more information, or to subscribe to this podcast, visit UXpodcast.com.